Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me, as always, my co-hosts, Chocolate Bear. How you doing, folks? And Doc H1X1. Hey, what's up? Um, first and foremost, I wanted to shout out our newest Patreon patrons, um, Toast, Castle Willkill, and Ross. All of 16-ounce gaming. Heck yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to you guys. Thanks a lot um, for your support. Thank you so much, actually. That is that is fantastic, guys. Um, Do you know how sarcastic that sounded, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I've been on record as being one of Toast's biggest fans, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, hey, at least yeah. you made it 30, 30 seconds into the podcast before throwing shade at him. It's good. <laughs> Do you want to know how I know when I'm going to win a gunfight in Fortnite? No. Oh, for the <laughs> love of God. It's too soon. Okay, sorry. Do you want some V-Bucks uh, instead? Mm. I know a guy. He's <laughs> got a lot. Uh, let's baseball. go. Let's go. <laughs> um, I had a question. I was, somebody asked me this at work today, so I wanted to ask you guys because I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, would you rather be sticky or wet all the time? Oh, God. Like hmm. like a tree sap, tree sap sticky. So like everything you touched, it's going like, to no, stick. See, I'm, paper. I'm, I'm, I'd rather be wet. Uh, no, I can't do sticky. No, can't do it. So are we you're, talking your whole body or just... Yeah, your so, whole body. Okay, like, wait. Or you're just like damp, like you just came out of the shower just all the time. Oh. I mean, that's pretty much the environment I'm living in right now in South Central <laughs> Kentucky, so <laughs> might as well stick with what's going on. So, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, the, the thought of being sticky all the time almost horrifies me to a phobia almost, so couldn't do that. <laughs> I just brought up a phobia you didn't know you had. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> no. Nightmares tonight. <laughs> so what did you answer to that then, Risky? Uh, wet. Uh, sticky. No. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah, because you're not a crazy person. Thank you. <laughs> just everything you talk. Like, yeah, you get something wet, that's fine. It'll dry off. You get something sticky, it's, it's, just, it's ruined forever. So... <laughs> I mean, I mean, am I also, do I become Aquaman? I mean, like, what, how far are we going with this? Like, I mean. No, you I... just, you forgot to towel off once you got out of the shower, okay. and you're stuck like that forever. So I'm so. just that weirdo at the gym that profusely sweats after, like, lifting one weight. Just, <laughs> just. Yeah, just like, like sweaty all the time. Okay, cool. All right, well, how about yeah. video games? I think I need a shower. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you guys playing this week? Chocolate. <laughs> You're up first. Um, not a great deal. Uh, Battlefield 1, um, the beginning of the week, and then just Rocket League. I cannot shake Rocket League. If I've got five, ten minutes to play, I'm in and out of that season game like anything. I just... Yeah. What what a I'm difficulty right you. you're sitting at for your season difficulty. Oh, let's not talk about that. All right, we don't need to. Default. Fine. <laughs> Default. Look, right. Default. Yeah. Look, Risky, he got to a water stage. It's a little difficult, okay? Well, yeah. he'll get there. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I have pumped some money in as well. I've bought, um, bought the Batmobile. Yeah, me too, actually. I have the Batmobile. And I'm a sucker for some of those cars. Yeah. Well, uh, the I DeLorean? Think... DeLorean, yeah. I haven't one. bought that. I did buy the Jurassic Park one because I had to have that T-Rex uh, roar. The explosion. I, yep. Yeah, that's just so, so good. So good. But you can't um, mix and match, can you? So you can buy your set yeah. thing, and they won't let you change any of the default settings of that car. You can't car. change the cosmetics of it, yeah, which is a little bit of a bummer, but... Yeah. So you can't have the Batmobile with a wizard hat on it? No. No. 
or no. the T Rex roar as you it's a travesty. It's <laughs> it really is actually. <laughs> Which, by the way, shout one. shout out to Toast on uh, naming Ryan's vehicle. That was a uh, top. I, that that I got a that got a chuckle out of me when I heard him in game uh, give a code name to Ryan's van. It was pretty great. So. Is it something you can say? <laughs> it rhymes with tape. I'll give you that. Oh, um, the, tape, the tape van. Yeah, yeah the no, tape I, van. I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah, I got you. It, yeah. I, I laughed. So. Was it a white panel paneled van? Was it? Uh, well, it no had windows. a wizard hat on top, so it went right away with the "Hey, hey Harry, Harry Potter in my in windowless <laughs> van," which is basically rolling probable cause. Like what? Oh, I don't know. Oh God, that's good. Um, so chocolate. I was also gonna say you played the division with me for about f- fifteen seconds. Yeah, I think I loaded <laughs> in, didn't I? I didn't put that one down. Uh, loaded in, waited for everyone else to come in, and I. Uh, You're like, oh, I was my wife's out. home. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you got to get chocolate early. If you don't catch him early with his attention, he's just not committed. Yeah, that's it. I'm a I'm a three three four p.m. Uh, Eastern man. That's, that's the time I can play. When the sun's out and there's stuff to do. Yeah. Why don't you just move over here? Just yeah. Pack the wife and kids. They'll love it. Or just leave him here and just go myself. Uh, um, you know, man, that's <laughs> your words. This is up to you at this point. I'm not making decisions for you. Yep. I would love to. I don't think my wife's keen on the move. So, all right. So, shame. so never mind. We'll just Thank never play video games again. Ever. No. Well, I'm trying not to. Oh. Try not to even get in parties with you, Risky. Come on. Perfect. Well, I get, this is getting a little awkward. Let's... Yeah, it's not starting well, this podcast, is it? <laughs> No, I don't. Doc, what have you been playing? Uh, it's a little bit of the same. Battlefield One. That uh, just getting ready for uh, Battlefield Five, in which we've got some news about that Battlefield One later, which is pretty cool. But uh, still good. Um, actually, was real stupid and bought, broke down and bought No Man's Sky, even though I own it on Steam. And I'm an idiot. But uh, there was a really sweet xbox suit you could get oh you are the worst <laughs> yeah i am i'm a garbage person for for ordering this game but but i did and 50 bucks. Uh, look i justify i could justify jumping off a cliff if there were achievements involved and my of course i'm just like well achievements so reasons and yeah i bought it for 50 bucks which is i, I don't feel good about it i don't feel good about it risky okay when's the last and, time you played it on steam uh actually to be fair the last time i played it was probably like a year ago so so I mean, it's a completely different game at this yeah, point. Yeah, I had only seen one of the uh, maybe two of the updates, or I think it had been updated twice when I played it with the the, expan- the I guess DLCs you call them. But I didn't actually see any of the uh, vehicle one yet, so I hadn't even it had been updated when I played it last. But I didn't actually see any of that stuff. So okay. uh, yeah, so it it for all intents and purposes, it's basically a new game for me too. Um, and uh, you know. That game's not for everybody, even with all they've added. I would say if you like to, maybe if you want a toned down, less serious version of Elite Dangerous meets Minecraft, then that game's probably for you. I would say Minecraft is the biggest, or even, do you ever play Astroneer? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, yep. I'd definitely get like a a weird Minecraft Astroneer vibe from it. Um you know, definitely not as deep on a lot of the stuff like base building and stuff like that, or not as deep on like the space stuff is like, say, like Elite Dangerous, but like 
just to, but in in my opinion, I like it more because of that. Because Elite Dangerous to me is I try to get into it. It's just super overwhelming. I feel like really I need to commit. take a four year college course to totally. understand what totally exactly how to be efficient at Elite Dangerous. Totally, yeah. And so because it's a little bit more chill, I, I like it. Um, it definitely seems like one of those a good like I don't like a podcast game is what I like yeah, to call them. I literally was about to say that. Yeah, paying attention. The actual yeah, it's, game because you don't need to. It's kind of mindless. Yeah, I like put like Diablo three and No Man's Sky in the same group of exactly. It's a podcast game. You can listen to a podcast while still playing that game, and, and you're not going to miss a beat. <laughs> no, no, or even just you know multiplayer, just hanging out, chilling with your buddies, talking shit or whatever. Like it's it's good for that too. So um, I wasn't asked. Did you actually get to hop in and play with anyone with the new I multiplayer stuff? Yet. No, no, I haven't okay. yet. Uh, it seems from what I've watched on streams, pretty easy to do. But I've not actually seen anybody or hopped in anybody's game yet. But uh, but yeah, it seems like that's pretty easy to do. So I'm sure I will eventually. So and, that's um, my biggest thing is that before we hop off, uh, No Man's Sky, quick. Yeah. Um, I booted it up this week as well, but I booted it up on my PS4 because um, I had purchased it right. at launch way back when. Um, and I started a new game, and I got put on my starting planet was like a toxic gas planet with aggress- perfect with aggressive like sentinels. I think oh, that's wow. what they're called. So that game hates you also. <laughs> Dude, like. I- <laughs> I was like jumping with my jetpack, just trying to run as fast as <laughs> I could. Please leave me alone. <laughs> like it, it's tough enough to figure out like what what I'm supposed to be doing at the very beginning of a game, while my like health is being depleted from like toxic totally. gas, and every time I try to like break down a rock, this little <laughs> robot thing gets pissed and starts shooting at me. Um, uh, so that was short lived. Um, yeah understandable the only thing i was going to ask is that if you thought the multiplayer would make it worth uh, a purchase on the xbox but you haven't dabbled in it yet so i, I haven't and the 50 dollars price tag is pretty steep considering that theoretically right. the same game exists on ps4 for 20 dollars less and this is something where like i know my game share partner isn't into it so it's mm-hmm. like at 25 dollars, sure whatever i would have bought it that's not that's like under the $30 threshold. If I'm on mm-hmm. the fence, it's usually a buy. Yeah, yeah. But because he was like, nope. I'm like, uh, all right, well, I guess I can wait for a sale. Or if like people are really getting into it in the community, like the multiplayer aspect, then I'd I'd be in. But Yeah, and, and who knows? Like, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with all the community stuff because apparently they're now starting to do weekly updates and stuff, which is something new also. I saw they're doing like weekly, like weeklies, right? Yeah, or it sounds like it, basically, yeah. And so, I mean, it definitely sounds like that it's going to be a more actively involved, uh, I guess, updating the game than they were, or more more uh, open with the community about what they're doing than they were before. So, I mean, you know, we'll see. I, I would say that for most people out there, this probably is a wait-for-a-sale type game, but um, I'm glad I bought it because it is a fun game just to chill and, and fly around, and, and it's probably even better playing with friends, so... I think I just need to start over again and just hope for a better, hope for some better RNG with my starting yeah, planet. Yeah, because really I, I just imagine you running, being like, "Trust me, I want to get off this planet too. Just let me. I want to leave. I don't want to stay." Like, that's exact. That's yes. Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> and just like, let me. I I can still remember my first planet, like when I was playing on PlayStation, and it, it kind of reminded me of Mars. Like it was all red, and it was just yeah, it was so docile and just calm <laughs> that this you know, one was just like 
I was in the apocalypse and all hell had broken loose. <laughs> and I was like, is, what yeah. did I do wrong? I am I am a small child right yeah. now. I was just birthed into this world and yeah. raining toxic gas on my face and shooting me with your stupid robot guns. Yeah, it, it's. <sighs> I will say the one thing that I probably picked up is the biggest difference that I did remember from playing it a year ago was that it seems, because I've only visited, like, I think five planets now, and they're all in my initial system, but, like, it definitely seems like the planets are more naturally cool and varied to, like, looking and stuff as far as what's on them, how caves are formed, lakes and stuff. It seems like the planets are just naturally cooler for, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, uh, more varied? Varied and just, like, procedurally generated in a much neater, kind of cool way uh, as far as, like, how the landscape looks. Like, where I'm like you to where I, like, I remember playing on PC and uh, going to a lot of different planets, and I would go down the planets like, this is nothing but a black rock. Like, this is the moon and not even craters. Like, you know, this is nothing here. This is just all red, and I need to put on sunglasses because I'm going blind. Like, it's... Right, yeah. You know, to, to where now I feel like, and maybe I just started in a really good solar system maybe this isn't the case but it seems like the how they procedurally generate planets has gotten better but uh unless you're me unless you're unless you're risking which you're on just like death planet 502 alpha centauri or whatever but like yeah it's it's i don't know but it i've, I've enjoyed it so far but yeah it's it's uh it's not bad there They've, should just be some type of algorithm that's like oh your first planet it's not going to be a death trap. Like, we'll give you a chance. Well, and I have to imagine there's something in place, but I guess you still have outliers, like, with what happened to you, basically. To like, I'm sure they probably stacked the odds in favor of getting a favorable first one. Uh, if, that, but, if that's but the clearly, truth, I'm retiring <laughs> as a yeah. gamer. <laughs> you have the worst luck in the world. It's 100%, so awful. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so I don't know. Um Anyways, but yeah, been playing that and uh, Sea of Thieves is kind of st- storing up money because apparently they are, when uh, Curse Sales hits tomorrow, uh, they are, uh, or I don't know if it's, yeah, it's tomorrow, they are supposedly going to have a huge discount on like everything that's in the game as far as, it's, it's going along with the theme of like all the merchants and stuff at Outpost are like terrified of the scourge that's coming and oh that's really cool they're putting stuff on sale, like wh- which is cool because you can go in the game now and see everything leading up to it like uh, there. If you go on the shore, there are like markings of like uh, almost like skeleton feet and stuff that have washed up. Like you could see on the shore of like the outpost and like random shopkeepers. Like if you if you look at them with a the telescope before you go in the shop, like one chick uh was looking at her arm and her arm was a skeleton arm and she was like freaking out. Like obviously it's like why is my arm skin and bone or just like bone? And you walk in and she hides her arm from you and you can see behind her what looks to be like what the cursed cannibals are now. That's um, awesome, and this yeah. is that's all before the update's actually out. Yeah, that's right now. You could go in the game today and see some of that as far as like what's in the world right now. That's um, a pretty cool way to roll it out. Yeah, yeah, and the Curse Cannonballs look cool because it's basically like that globe that guy dropped in that teaser trailer at E3. That's basically what the Curse Cannonballs are. They look like glowy green or yellow uh, snow globes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, um, but it sounds like that's cool too because they've already showed off some stuff to where one, if you hit a ship, everybody on it is instantly drunk throwing up. Um, or if you hit him, the sales automatically drop. There's a lot of stuff like that, but yeah, I'm basically just getting ready for curse sales to hit tomorrow and jump into that. Good. So you'll have more, more to report back for our weekly Sea of Thieves talk. Oh yeah, next week. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Perfect. Right. I missed the Sea of Thieves. 
<laughs> I would say chocolate was gone again on Father Duties, but it didn't matter because Doc <laughs> talked about Sea of Thieves literally the whole time we were gone. <laughs> yeah, oh. nothing really matters at that part. <laughs> um, <coughs> all right, good. Uh, what I've been playing this week, you were done, right, Doc? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's it. <laughs> Sorry. I, your half hour is done. My that was turn. just the prelude. That was the prologue <laughs> to the Sea of Thieves song. Um, so I hop, this is a weird one, but I hopped into Skate 3 this week. Oh, that is random. Uh, yeah, super random. But I noticed that it was downloaded and in my games page. It was one of those nights where it was I was scrolling through the like 300 games that are all downloaded on my Xbox, and I was like, "Right, right. How do I have nothing to play? Like, <laughs> there's does I, none I of these interest me? <laughs> I want to play none of these right now." Um, and then Skate Three popped up, and I was like, "Yeah, sure. All right, let's 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 give it a roll." I, I played a bunch of that back in the day, and um, so I fired that up. I just put it into free skate mode, which is, I feel like, what I always used to do, where you're literally yeah. just, you pick your area, and you just start to skate. You don't have to worry about, you literally don't have to worry about anything besides the skating part, which is the best part of those games. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but was the Skate uh, 3 the game that your guy almost has Jedi powers of, like, uh, making the skateboard come to his hand? Like yeah. So you can, okay, like, I thought so. I thought I, that's, that's one thing that I remembered from it, like... You could hop off your board and you could like move dumpsters around or you like set different things <laughs> up. It, it it's real weird. The as far as like hopping off your board and being able to be on your feet, like it actually seems really intuitive because yeah. like if you're just sessioning a rail, like you can set up session markers or whatever. But so I would like hit a rail, I could hop off my skateboard, just sprint back up the stairs quick and just go again. It's like right, if I right. wasn't doing that, I was slowly, slowly skating back up like a steep hill to get back up to the top, or right. like in any other older game like that. It's just that wouldn't have been a thing. Um, how it, does uh, how does that look in 4K? Because I know it got an update. Uh, I was playing on my monitor, so I oh, it it gotcha. looks fine um, on my monitor down th- down in the 1080s. <laughs> the pleb territory. <laughs> yeah, <game>. exactly. <laughs> Garbage um, person territory. Yeah, I I just really need monitors with 4K and HDR and just the perfect one for the Xbox. I need to drop down from the two thousand yeah. dollar range to like. Well, not only that, but I'm waiting for the monitor that is 4K with decent HDR on a monitor with FreeSync. You know, I'm waiting for that one. Yeah, just the every like I want every box checked, and that, but I don't want it to cost me as much as also, a used car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it it's coming eventually, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, it is, Doc. I just don't want to wait. That's the problem. <laughs> I know it will be. Finger. It's it's yeah. Technology is progressing, says the most obvious Captain Obvious ever. Because it's like all these intense first-person shooter games that I'm definitely gonna play on my 1080p monitor. It's like yeah, they're gonna be 4K, and I'm like yeah, you know that doesn't do anything for me. Well. That's kind of the problem now. Like, I feel like I'm a complete snob with it now because anytime I see a game that has unlocked frame rate, I'm like, man, if I only had a free sync monitor, because like that would actually make this Take unlocked frame rate yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. It's, but yeah, it's just like uh, unless I can get the one that has it all, I'm not putting that kind of cash in any of this. Exactly. So, so I'm just sitting back waiting for that perfect monitor someday. And like by the time it comes out and it is two thousand dollars, I'll probably be like, Yeah, I've been saving up for this for seven years now, so <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> yeah, uh, well 
probably be around the time Scarlet drops, so you'll need yeah. to save up for that too. Um, well, speaking of my bad spending habits, um, I also picked up Banner Saga <laughs> 1 through 3 because oh, buying the first one and playing it and then deciding to play the second and third one and purchase them, like that that didn't work in my head. So I bought the first one and I was like, yeah, I'm going to like this. So let's buy the second and the third one right now. Yeah. Uh, See, Chocolate the other day was saying how, like, you know Risky, he's an impulse buyer. And I'm like, that's not the Risky I know <laughs> at all. So, yeah. Um, he bought the collection. No, I justified it because I was going to buy Octopath Traveler, a $60 game. I decided against that. And then I was like, well, I can buy the three Banner Saga games for $60. So <laughs> pretty much all comes out in the wash. I'm not losing any I, money here. So That math holds up. I check, It checks out. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to disappear again. This right. uh, child is crying. Ninja poof. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was after seeing that I also had Banner Saga 1 and 2 already on my Xbox. <laughs> you know i don't feel too i don't feel so bad about no man's sky now risky thanks for that oh you're welcome I'm, yeah i appreciate it i'm sure i'll buy no man's sky as soon as i get off <laughs> recording right now so um but uh, there's no way i bought those games though so they must have both been games of gold at some point actually i think they might have been yeah i know one of them was recently games with gold so so yeah but it's just like yeah. the third i think it was just because the third one was coming out so it's like people were talking about it again and like waterloo is just playing through it for his first time and like the kid hates reading which sounds great uh, everything I've, just real quick everything i've ever heard about waterloo just awesome i just you know just seems just like a best. great guy just yeah um but yeah so he he loves this game and like as i'm playing through it right now it's like it's a choose your own adventure oh okay. book with tactical turn-based strategy kind of like uh on a grid so kind of like final fantasy tactics like totally that kind of that kind of idea um but it was like he loved it for the story and i was like that's my favorite part of games so (laughs) i i should give this a shot and uh i'm only two chapters in so i bought these because i was going out to camp um where i don't have wi-fi or anything so i need something that i could play offline um didn't get to play as much as i wanted to but it it's something I think I'm definitely going to stick with. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of fun, and the story is intriguing. It's kind of, it's it's like Viking-themed, but kind of, like, loosely based on Vikings. There's okay. these things called uh, Varl, so they're, like, giants, essentially. They're, like, tw- okay. I don't know, twice the size of humans. But instead of having, like, the Viking helmet with the horns, these dudes just have, like, horns coming out of their heads that look like the the Viking, like, horns. <laughs> Ah, the Varl, okay. The Varl, yeah, yeah. Not, ah, you're okay. familiar. Um, yes. <laughs> but then also, like, the Viking ships, like, the white and red striped um, sails on them, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, all the combat is with axes, and so it's definitely Norsey. <laughs> if that's I, I got a feeling I'm going to probably be going back to play it on Xbox, because that does seem right up my alley. I'm not really sure why I haven't ever given it a shot, but, yeah, it seems right up my alley as far as that goes. How would you say is the difficulty on those that you've played so far, like, or maybe is it still ramping up or well the good thing is your difficulty you do have a difficulty um slider so you can okay. do easy i think it's easy medium hard or easy default hard or whatever i'm just playing it on default um i've had a few battles where somebody's went down but usually it's only one person it's like they do come back up it's not like a permadeath thing oh okay i was gonna ask that next yeah okay so that 
So that seems a little less crazy then. Okay. Right. So all that happens is your next match, if they're not rested up enough, um, they won't be as strong as their health won't be as high. So, okay. Okay. Um, it's not a super big deal if you lose, or it's like, if you lose the fight outright, it, you don't have to replay it or anything. It's just going to alter how your overall story is, which is cool. Oh, Um, that's different. Okay, cool. But yeah, so like when you're not doing the actual turn-based strategy stuff, it's like I said, it's really just kind of like a choose your own adventure. There's, there's a lot of dialogue um, to get your story, but then you also have dialogue choices. Um, so you're yeah. choosing how to approach different things. Like, uh, like one scenario could be this one guy murdered this other guy. Or are you going to, who are you going to side with? Like the guy's family that died or the murderer. And like, you'll hear the two sides and it's just, okay. And from that, more things will happen with your story. If you sided like with the village or against the village, it's like you might get more troops because you went with the majority or, your morale might go down um, because of some of these decisions you make. That seems really cool, actually. Like, and I guess it goes without saying. This sounds like there's obviously multiple endings. Then I'm there, yeah, that. there has to be. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I, I don't know. Yeah, that that yeah, that's that. This seems way more in depth and and cool in a way that I never thought it would be. As far as just like looking at it outwardly in. Because, like, I, I totally didn't expect the whole, like, oh, you lose the battle, but the story still progresses just in a different way. That is a unique take on that for sure. That's yeah, cool. and then, I mean, it'll, like, is I haven't I haven't lost the battle yet, but I also haven't gone through a ton of them. And there's still, it, I definitely think it's going to ramp towards, yeah. like, in the later levels. Um, but, like, when I was re- listening to reviews and stuff, it was, like, it gets brought up in the dialogue after you lose. They'll be like, oh, well, after we suffered that defeat at here it's like we're down x amount of supplies or whatever like okay um so is there like a preparation phase then or something or not really or you you do have um there's this thing i think it's called renown i want to say it's a currency that's used to level up your characters it's also used to purchase weapons it's also used to purchase supplies and supplies are a big part they're just it's just called generic like supplies yeah. Um, and if your army doesn't have enough, their morale will go down. It's like people will start to starve, gotcha. but that's okay. you buy that with the same currency that you need to level up your characters I and gotcha. buy okay. new weapons, level up weapons, that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of like that XCOM, like, do I spend money to upgrade this facility or buy armor for this guy? Or, like, you know, it's that pool of money that you're having to make all these hard choices with, I guess. like, Right. Sort of thing. So it's like at this point, I... I'm not running into like a crunch with how much renown I have. So it's like, I am being able to supply my army, being able to upgrade people like when they need to be leveled up or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that hasn't become an issue for me yet, but definitely is going to happen. <laughs> you can tell yeah, it's going to oh, yeah, happen. I'm, eventually. I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's going to get to a point where it's like, okay, I, I, I see what you're doing game. I get it. But yeah, cool. as, as far as the prep goes, so there's like the leveling up and stuff you can. So, you, and then you can also set your turn order. Um, if you have people that you want to fight first or be up first, um, you can move them. Okay. Um, other than that, there's like attachments, like certain charms and stuff. So you, you so red dots uh, that I can put on my axe. Exactly. Okay. It's, I'm in. That's yeah. You need the you need the best. I was waiting until when axes. you got to the good part here, so I'm I'm <laughs> I'm engaged now. I'm listening. 
um the whole thing is also it's all hand-drawn artwork too like i'm even if you haven't played the game you may have seen what the artwork looks yeah, like totally yeah um, it is yeah that was one of the things that first caught my eye about it as far as like yeah how it looks it's for sure. beautiful and a lot of it uh, like a lot of the game is spent watching your caravan of people um like your giant army just like march through these giant landscapes in the background that are all beautifully drawn um yeah yeah. And you don't mind like watching that in the score and this like the music's super good. Yeah, um, it just it has it, a lot of awesome stuff going for it, and I'm kind of mad that I never had picked this up before. Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of bummed out just like hearing you talk about that. I never actually did give it a try and stick with it for an extended period of time because yeah, I'm like you. I've had the first two on Xbox, which it was probably a games with goat or whatever. But um, yeah, I I really I think I'm probably gonna go ahead and at least during this summer before a lot of the big games hit, I might go back and try to play and beat the first one maybe. Give it a shot. I um, I feel like I heard the first game is only like ten hours to get all okay. the way through the campaign. I'm, I'm actually that sounds even better to me then because that seems like something doable. So I'm I'm so all yeah, for that. It's definitely it's not super long, which yeah. which is good. Um, yeah, there's not much not much else to say about it. I don't think. Besides, oh, bad. The, bad. the last thing I'll say is that you're um all your save data and like your choices and stuff that carries on from one game to the other. So that's also kind of cool. So if someone dies at the end of the game, maybe I don't know if it, the outcomes be, can become that drastic, but yeah. um, so whatever choices you make in the first game, we're going to carry over to the second and then are oh, also okay, going to carry cool. over to the newest game that just came out last week. Okay. So. Yeah. I want to say actually before, just to give a shout out to, I think shine is currently maybe getting ready to do or is doing a playthrough of three. And I th- I remember him kind of talking about something to do with that. He, so I, yeah, he yeah. was having issues carrying over his save data. Maybe that's from what it two was. To three, I think, which yeah. sucks because in a game like this, where you're literally melding your own story, it's like, right, I don't want right. some generic starting point. If I've already put, 20 30 40 hours however long into your mass effect thing where it's just like hey uh shepherd tell us all the crazy stuff that happened the last few years to you (laughs) exactly (laughs) um yeah all right well not bad it's gonna be tough to do a chocolate (laughs) call out challenge We might shelf that one for now. Just, Without just... Uh, chocolate being here, so we will we'll get to that. Um, okay. <laughs> later in the episode, we'll just uh, we'll put it in after news, and hopefully, yeah. chocolate will be back by then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, up next, we'll get into the news. All right, so All right. do you want me? Do you want me to read? No, these yeah, you, you go ahead. Actually, I didn't know if we were pausing for a, <laughs> just to show you how professional. Like, I, did, I was like, maybe maybe we're pausing for a music uh, segment there or something oh, like I, that. I don't know. I need like, half a second, and we can cut that yeah, bad boy. Yeah, just, just I'm becoming efficient in. at audacity. Hell yeah, <laughs> risky at risky audacity. The kid is that's what he's known as. Just uh, yep, yep, good enough. Fact. All right, first news story: switching Xbox One versions of RPG Maker. MV will be compatible. Yeah, so uh, this uh, kind of... uh, So I've never actually played uh, this game before, or or I guess any iteration of it. I don't even know if it's, you know... I say RPG Maker MV. I don't know if it had a previous, you know, sequels or whatever, but basically it's a build-your-own-adventure RPG maker. Um, It's got a pretty cool art style, actually, to it. Um, And it's scheduled to come out... The, the reason I'd heard about it was it's scheduled to come out next year on the Switch. 
And then I think maybe a few weeks ago they said, oh, it's also coming out on Xbox and I think even PS4 also, like so pretty much everywhere. Um, and then uh, another story came out, um, and this is uh, NintendoEverything.com. Uh, basically that aside from the Switch, RPG Maker uh, MV will be releasing on other platforms like Xbox One. According to uh, Famitsu, the two platforms will be compatible with each other. That means if you create something on the Switch, for example, users on the Xbox One will be able to access it. Um, so we're seeing more crossplay and kind of different ways evolve now to where this is almost more in the vein of like a Mario Maker where somebody made a level and then somebody gets to play it elsewhere kind of thing. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what do you guys think about that as far as, like, just seeing these new and different iterations of crossplay come to life now? Are you back, Chocolate? I am back, yes. Oh, then you can talk. <laughs> Perfect. God damn it. No, um, everything's lining up with, uh, Xbox and Nintendo kind of getting in bed with each other, aren't they, really? It's, um... Yeah, I'm starting to think my Switch is a portable Xbox at some point. Like, <laughs> it's like not far from it. Playing my well, Fortnite, I... playing my Minecraft. It's yeah. When I read this earlier, I was I was thinking uh, Rocket I, I've League. Got, like, yeah. Well, I've got a feeling that Microsoft are going to stay away from a handheld because they have and... the Switch. Because <laughs> they have the. Yeah. <laughs> as daft as it sounds, makes sense. yeah. Um, so I mean, it's great, you know, doing this. Doing all these uh, cross plays and cross accounts, and giving a couple of fingers to a certain other platform. I mean, yeah, not to harp on it, but I think it's pretty obvious that the one company that was left out of this article. So I'm assuming that means that that is not going to be compatible with that. I don't know, but but I think this is this part is only going to benefit the Switch because I can see now PlayStation will possibly start making other deals with switch on other games and you'll see this xbox playstation xbox playstation just using the switch potentially as a middleman so for switch users fantastic great well possibly but i don't know if anything sony has ever done yet has has led me to believe that they like nintendo any better than microsoft when it comes to that kind of stuff <sighs> but they're not bringing out a handheld are they Sony at least has a history with it. They're the ones that you could at least see possibly. Well, I don't. I don't know if they the would ever return get back of the into Vita. it. Yeah, Vita <laughs> two. I don't know if that would ever happen, but at least they have a history. Well, I mean, the PSP was successful, so at least they've got that to look back at. Yeah. Um, moderately so. I mean, but successful. Yeah, enough. I don't know. Yeah, enough to where it got the Vita. You know, they made another one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Sony ever plays ball with Nintendo or if they're just like everybody's our competition not happening kind of thing. But Yeah. I just hope they'll alienate at some point. They will alienate I, all their consumers at some point. I, I hey man, I thought Fortnite the biggest game of our lifetime would have done that and it didn't. If they so. can't do it, what can? Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't absurd. know. Yeah. But uh anyways, uh so that you know, that's I, I guess I could give a little snippet. I kinda of forgot to go over this i actually do have a description of the game just to kind of give you guys a heads up as far as if you if it might interest you uh so it's an epic journey begins with you you become the ma a master game developer with rpg maker mv with an assortment of tools at your fingertips 
uh, create elaborate, exciting, and memorable video games straight to, uh, from your console. Then share your adventures online with other players who can enjoy your epic chronicles. The possibilities are endless with the latest and greatest RPG Maker software. With hundreds of assets and an infinite number of ways to create your game, turn your dream tale into the next greatest video game. You know what I think of? Someone might have. I think someone mentioned this in Discord at some point, but like getting this into the right hands of someone in the community. I'm not gonna say who. Uh, could make <laughs> oh, I know some absurd video games that like only the community has to play them. Oh, and but they'd be so good. <laughs> you talk about opening Pandora's box, but I want to play that so bad <laughs> just to see. Uh, I mean, it's only gonna be good if you can bring in custom images, but uh, I'm sure he can get creative. If, as long as there's an eggplant image, you're we're golden. Oh yeah, we're golden. We're set. It, it does sound cool, though. It definitely seems like a Mario Maker-esque type of thing, just uh, for RPGs. I'm assuming this is all, like, 16-bit or, like, that that style that's, of RPG. Yeah, that, that's the look it has, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, definitely... So you can see where they're able to kind of... You know, this is a game to where I don't think you can make it unless it's that style, really. So Right. I mean, um, and then you'll have your, yeah. like, different... Cost, or not, I don't know, like, the... These are the 16 different houses you can lay out. These are like our character right. models. You can just pick one of them right. and throw it in. That's definitely cool. And then I'm assuming you must be able to input your own text somehow. Um, yeah, see, I, that I don't know. I'm assuming there's got to be some like, um, I don't know what you would call it, but basically like system set up to where it's like, okay, you cross this line, this little cutscene happens or this fight happens or, you know. You know, there's got to be. I'm sure there's tools in place to make all that stuff work and put in your dialogue and all that. So. I will say that Kaboski's uh, chat pad will finally come in handy if he's making RPGs here. <laughs> Can you imagine having to wait. type out this... the dialogue in your game through like the keypad oh, on screen with your gosh. Xbox controller? I, no, I no, I cannot. <laughs> I guess, in fact, cannot. Oh God. Maybe this will be the game to finally push Microsoft over to be like, and we're finally announcing mouse and keyboard support because of this game. Just because of this one <laughs> game. Yeah, because yeah. we knew it would be terrible otherwise. Can you imagine a world, like, if anyone could do it with their funds, it would be Microsoft, but they just, like, bought out Nintendo and turned them into just software and handhelds, and that's, that's what they it, did for Microsoft. It's it, They totally could, because the, the thing that always, like, kind of bewilders me is uh, that... If you Google richest companies in the world, basically you have basically Amazon, then micro, then I think it's like Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google in order. And I think Microsoft just passed up Google not too long ago, and they're about I don't know thirty billion away from uh, Amazon. But you know, it's one of those things where people are like, "Well, Amazon's thinking about making a box. If anybody can do it, they can just throw money at it." I'm like, I don't think people realize how ridiculously rich Microsoft is. They they like when they were talking about buying EA, they could have totally bought majority share of EA and not batted an eye at it. I mean, really, it's they've got. I think I want to say forty billion liquid on hand cash, so <laughs> they could totally get a majority share in Nintendo. Jump change at at the very least minority share. They could at the very least do that with Nintendo, and then you talk about sign up exclusive think, deals for life. Well, as I say, you think there's a relationship now with Nintendo and Xbox? They get a minority share, and they basically have what Nintendo has in the Pokemon company, like. You don't see Pokemon coming on in anything but Nintendo, so yeah. Wow. I guess I'm going to read these news stories now, aren't I? Yes, yeah, your job now. <laughs> <laughs> you 
go. Right. EA shareholders conference call. So, Doc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long live. Uh, no, this... So, basically, uh, anytime these big companies have a conference call, we always get some juicy tidbits because anybody can listen in for the most part. And I love um, juicy tidbits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we already had the wet, sticky conversation. I mean, like, it was kind of all coming full circle now. But oh, wow. anyways, uh, EA uh, is... Speaking of crossplay, I know this is getting to be an overwhelming theme, but hey, the stories are the stories. EA is considering crossplay for Battlefield Five. Um, Chris Eventon, EA's vice president of investor relations, stated, "We are looking at key franchises in terms of how we can deliver cross-platform play in a similar way that Fortnite has, especially some of our titles that have broad and diverse player bases. The ability to bring PC to mobile or mobile to console." can bring family and friends together, and we think that's an important part of our future development profile. Expect more from us on that front in the future. So, I still think the big holdup on this is we're going to eventually have to have mouse and keyboard support on my, on Xbox to... To make it competitive. Really this, to, yeah, and to make it to where there's hoppers that actually fill up with people from both sides of things, but I guess, you know, it's one of those things where if mobile... I don't know. I see. You know, I never. I guess I never thought of it happening with Fortnite. But do you guys see a world where a buddy sitting beside you on the couch with an iPhone in a match of Battlefield Five domination with you guys while you're on Xbox? Maybe not this generation, but <laughs> you'll get there. Like, yeah, yeah, with how powerful some of like the current cell phones are, totally. Um, and if you have third party resources for controllers like moga makes controllers that are just bluetooth to your phone so you're not at a disadvantage from your controller if you're doing if you're using controllers like between xbox and the phone or whatever um i could totally see that i don't i think fortnite is a prime example of what is in store for the future as far as crossplay goes um you can be playing on your PC. Chocolate can be on his Xbox, and I can literally be on my cell phone, um, and we can all be yeah. in a game of Fortnite. That's if you told me that ten years ago, like, no, that won't be a thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I would argue if you'd have told me that a year ago, I might not believe you. Actually, like, it, I, you know, if you look at like where we were a year, two years ago, we were nowhere near any of this. Even that, yeah, it's, yep, um, it's um. It's good for households as well. I mean, it, if you imagine you have a couple of kids and you can't nope. afford to buy two Xbox, <laughs> nope, no, <laughs> thank you. That first part I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, nope, not happening. Um, teething is a bitch, right? Um, <laughs> you know, one could have the Xbox, one's got the PC, and you don't. The families don't have to fork out, you know, a thousand dollars for two machines. It's it's all of a sudden becoming more affordable, isn't it? To yeah. It's a family game. I I, I want to say, too, how funny it is that, like, you're in this EA press conference and, like, as if Fortnite didn't own the world enough, they're literally name-dropping Fortnite and being like, we need to be more like this game. Did you see how much they made last month? <laughs> like, Fortnite does it. We need to do it, too. Um, yeah, <laughs> just they, they are running the show right now. Way to go, Fortnite. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, moving on. EA is interested in making a standalone free-to-play Battle Royale game. That's about the, <laughs> like, what? No-brainer. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I, at this point, it's like, <laughs> I, it's like Timmy's grandma is making a Battle Royale game coming out next month to iOS. So, like, yeah, if we get it, everybody's doing this, I know. But, okay, so EA CFO Blake Jorgensen during the call was asked whether they would release Battlefield 5's Battle Royale mode as a free-to-play standalone. Unsurprisingly, Jorgensen responded saying that it's very unlikely that would happen, but he didn't rule out the possibility that down the line EA would make its own free-to-play shooter. Responding to the question of Battlefield V's Battle Royale mode becoming a standalone, Jorgensen said, We're interested in experimenting with free-to-play standalone game that might be a shooter genre or another genre entirely, but I don't think that's how we're looking at Battlefield stuff right now. So, you know, that to me says that it won't necessarily be a franchise they currently own or use, but they're clearly probably looking at making their version of Fortnite or PUBG or something, clearly. But so, Do you think they can keep up with Fortnite? The way Fortnite is it almost every week they've got something new that's been dropped in. I can't see any other company kind of going by those rules. It. The way I'm looking at some of these news stories about we're making our Battle Royale game, it's, right, let's quickly knock out a free-to-play game, let's get cosmetics, let's reap the money. I think what you need to think about here is, like, how big EA is compared to the developers who are making The Calling 2. Like, you know who EA is. And especially if they attach this battle royale mode to a game which i mean it sounds like this isn't what they're trying to do but if you attached it to a game like star wars battlefront the amount of skins you could put out for that like in game like well they're already doing the skins and stuff for the normal battlefront 2 game but just as an example it's like yeah there's so much stuff you do there and i'd totally be down with a star wars battle royale game sure totally i don't me too. I just can't see them keeping up with the the weekly content or the weekly changes. I don't know if that cash flow is coming in. You can <laughs> you can yeah, do whatever I you want. Get, I, I was about to say, you put enough money towards a project, you can make things happen the way you want them to happen in, in a, to an extent. I mean, you know, it well, doesn't they necessarily don't do translate with, to sales, but yeah. They don't do it with FIFA. Well, stop <laughs> basing all of your... Well, I, they don't... FIFA they don't need to do it with FIFA. You're still buying the cards, Chocolate. Well, they... <laughs> That's true. That's true. I have... Keep on talking. <laughs> it's like, hold on, i got to buy some more cards real quick. Yeah. You just reminded me. Yeah, hang on a minute. Click, click, <laughs> click. <laughs> uh, well, that's I... the thing. This is a news story from... I mean, this was earlier this month, but... Um, Epic upped their creator's pay. Like, for people who, like create the dances and stuff like not all that stuff's coming directly from them that can be from like freelancers and stuff like that but they're upping their pay for things like that from 70 percent to 88 percent of what they make um from like the skins and dances and stuff um and they did it retroactively like that's how much money they're making is that those people that created all the skins in season one are getting paid back that well, extra eighteen percent because they have so much money that they don't know what to do yeah. with it. So it's like <laughs> it's if any company is making epic money, it's like you can do whatever. You can hire whoever you need. You can bolster your staff up to whatever amount to get these updates weekly. And like that's totally. I think you just need to see the revenue come in first before it's something that you can actually attain. Well, 
it's that double-edged sword too of like they had the aspect of like this is a awesome pr feel-good story of hey look what we're doing to help the community but let's not forget this is only motivating even more people to make assets and constantly pump them pump them into the game and give them weekly content to put out you know like it's just it's just so genius it's not even funny it's they they are making so many smart moves and I, I it's like we asked last podcast when do you ever see this slowing down for them I I don't anytime soon uh but no it's as long as <laughs> I don't know what the ceiling is <laughs> I don't know if there is one <laughs> yeah until Fortnite 2 comes out whatever that means it's like when you. It's always weird when people say, that. "I'm like, what is that even?" It's like it's like when they say Minecraft too. It's like, what even is that? It's like, the same thing you're doing now with a different number at the title with screen. The two in front of it. Yeah, I think slightly that's better graphics. Yeah. So I don't know. I I if there's a company that can do it successfully, it's like EA is a big enough company to do it. I just think that a totally. lot of the crappier battle royale stuff we've been seeing has just been from smaller studios who are doing it as a cash grab and not trying to look at like, it's like, Hey, this is a fad right now. Let's cash out quick. Um, But if you have a company that's trying to actually stick with it, it's as long as you're not making bad decisions. um, Like I know PUBG isn't doing as well right now. And that's definitely because Fortnite is doing it so right. Like with everything it's like any move PUBG makes right now, kind of looks shitty compared to what Fortnite's doing. <laughs> totally. So. Yeah. It's it's one of those things to where, like, even when they did the battle pass, it's, like, a great idea in theory, but you also have to retroactively work from the point of view of, like, we're also not a free-to-play game, and we're offering a battle pass. Yeah, that's an easier pill to swallow. When you didn't when, pay anything to begin with. <laughs> when you did, And not only that, but Fortnite offers you the ability to get the money to pay for the next one without paying any additional money. Right. Your your ten dollar you know, lifetime spending it, that you could potentially do to enjoy Fortnite content forever. <laughs> like totally that's a it, crazy it, so it's low cost like, of entry. It's just going back to that theme of like they so freaking nailed the free to play model more than we've like it I think it all culminated to the Fortnite game to where like, you know, we've been struggling with free to play for a long time now where it could be really crappy and okay at times and some people get it, some people don't. And then Fortnite just nailed it out of the park. Totally. Yep. To where you don't you don't feel bad about well I say supporting I, I need to stop saying that with Fortnite you don't you're not supporting they're, anything they're, at this they're point. drinking mart <laughs> yeah they're they're drinking martinis on a yacht off of like a their volcanic island they own or whatever but like yeah it's it's you you just don't feel bad about putting money into that game the, the same way you would have like you know when Battlefront two come out and it's just like oh this is kind of gross like yeah I don't know all right well next what do you get do you hear that? Listen. Warning. Incoming missile. What was it? I don't know if you just listened to that sound, but I think you know exactly what's coming up next. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was waiting for the baby monitor to kick in. I was like, oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the baby monitor is going off, but it's only on mobile, <laughs> ah, so it's ah, fine. Gotcha. So uh, name the phrase. We've been running this for a while now, so I'm not going to go through the whole spiel. All I'm going to say to you is the first word is going to be just. So that's just. So you've got another three podcasts to work out the uh, the other three words. Then you'll have to email us at cagpodcast at gmail.com and we'll randomly choose a winner. And now back to the news. <laughs> um, right, further details of MS's next 
console. Microsoft, uh, why did I? Yeah, I, I, that wasn't even intentional. I swear. I swear. I don't even know why I did that. Uh, anyway, so codenamed Scarlet Doc. You have okay. got a shed load of info here. Yeah, we're going to break this down pretty, pretty. You know, this has been going the rounds. I'm sure this probably isn't the first time a lot of you are going to having heard this, but. We're just, we'll kind of break it down more so to see what your guys' uh, thoughts are on this. So via Thorot.com, uh, we got some more information on what Microsoft is planning in terms of console or consoles because um, we know that Phil Spencer at E3 said we're our next iteration of consoles, plural. So uh, first, Microsoft is building a traditional console that you would expect from the Xbox brand, uh, you know, a la Xbox One X, you know, your traditional powerful box sits under your tv um but they are also looking at launching a separate smaller streaming box alongside this box at the same time for the specs of this device it's still not known at this time as it's the early days of development for the piece of hardware the more traditional box but what i am starting to hear more is that the second device a streaming box that is designed to work with the company's upcoming game streaming platform again it's what Phil Spencer talked about at E3. Scarlet Cloud, is one person called it, is a game streaming service that we have all been envisioning over uh, ever since Microsoft showed off a demo game streaming at its all-employee meeting back in 2013. But this time, Microsoft has a path to bring it to market. This second console that the company is working on is a lower-powered device that is currently planned to ship it with the next-generation device and is designed for game streaming. But the catch here is that Microsoft thinks it has figured out how to handle the latency-sensitive aspects of gaming. So before we go any further, what do you guys think of the idea of a powerful traditional console for $499 and a streaming-only box for, say, $200? What do you guys think about that? Go on, Risky. Um, I mean... Like I'll always say, options are good, and it's like a streaming box definitely isn't going to be built for everybody. Um, a right. lot of that's going to come down to your ISP, and if you have chocolate speeds, you're not going to be able to buy this because it's <laughs> you're it's just it's just not going to work. <laughs> you're not going to be able to stream the games and then also stream um, like your, your Call of Duty game, like the servers for that plus having to actually stream the game that's how it's working in my head at least like that yeah you're not gonna have the bandwidth for it unless like google fiber people are gonna love this 200 dollars system um right but even for someone like me i still don't think my internet like i'm at 100 and 100 right now and i don't think i'd be able to purchase the 200 dollars streaming only one um like if my girlfriend's streaming Netflix or something, and there's too many different variables to how that could affect uh, your multiplayer yeah. gaming, um, at least in its early stages. Um, maybe like Gen 2 of this would be good, but I'd, I'll be in for the $500 whatever shiny box comes out next, though, for sure. That's, Sign me that's up. who I am. So. Does it come with Banner Saga 1, 2, and 3? Uh, if it doesn't, I'll just <laughs> nope. rebuy them anyways. So. <laughs> But no, uh, I don't think you could. You could definitely release the five hundred dollar box on its own, but there's no way you're doing the streaming box as your only updated console. It just wouldn't work. Well, let me let me 
okay, so I guess here's the other question too, because like the big part of this article is is saying that they, for whatever reason, they genuinely think they have figured out the latency issue, but. To, to an extent to where there was people on uh, Reset Era saying that the rumor is that Microsoft is trying to make the the streaming box work to where you would have as little as 30 to f- basically 30 millisecond input latency, which is actually not bad. I mean, like, you, you know, you can get monitors that have as little as 5 or 10, but 30 is not bad, especially for a TV. Um, on a network as low as 10 down, 1 up. Now, I find that hard to believe. Um, that's the thing. But, I don't believe that at all. That, that's, yeah, that's, well, gonna, that's blowing my mind if that's a thing. They've really worked some magic. I, I, well, you know, here's the one thing that I guess we always forget. There are two companies in the world that when it comes to cloud computing has cornered the market, and that is straight up probably Microsoft and Google. I don't know if anybody even comes close to them unless I'm forgetting something, right? I mean... Microsoft's whole business is based on cloud computing and cloud services now. So theoretically, if there was anybody that has the muscle to possibly make that work better, it's probably them. Uh, but even even with that said, I, all I've got to base it off of is PlayStation Now, and PlayStation Now behaves <laughs> as, 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 as if you would, what you would expect a, a streaming service to behave like, not that great and with latency issues. Right. But, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You've got to take a right punt on it as a consumer, haven't you, to be 100% confident that your internet is oh, yeah, bit... stable enough to, well, for you to have good games. Otherwise, you are going to have such a bad experience gaming, and you're going to point the finger at Microsoft. Oh, totally. Oh, I think you hit the nail on the head, like... Think about it. Like, there's so many variables that comes into a internet connection in a house. Do you have a router? What kind of router do you have? What speeds does the router support? How far is the router from your Xbox? Is the Xbox hardwired with the cable? Uh, is there other devices using the internet right now? What's the you know how much are they yeah. downloading right now? Like, there's so many variables aside from even your download speeds that I. I, yeah, it's just it seems like there's just such a such a wild card as far as how this system would behave consistently, you know? Yeah. Like I said, you've got to be a hundred percent confident that your internet is gonna be on point. Which I I I'm not risky, I'll buy the big one, the big boy because And that's the thing, even like I'm pretty confident in my internet, but still like I'm just picturing all the things that could go wrong. And like does it <laughs> yeah. does the console act like a day one release on like a call of duty or like destiny or something where it's like you crash the servers with how many people are trying to connect with their xboxes so yeah i'll continue here but theoretically yes so what so this is what they go on to say the cloud console will have a limited amount of compute locally for specific tasks like controller input image processing and importantly collision detection the downside of this is that since the hardware is needed locally it will raise the price of the streaming box but it will still cost significantly less than what we are accustomed to for paying for a new generation console, which should help expand the platform's reach. Furthermore, the benefit here is that Microsoft's cloud platform reaches around the globe and data centers in every major market. This makes streaming the game platform available globally, but this also likely means that it can run on any type of device. Of course, Microsoft would love you to buy their hardware, but the company's end goal is that you can access Xbox from any device anywhere, and Scarlet Cloud is looking to deliver this idea. 
When it comes to games, all Scarlet games will run on all Scarlet devices, meaning both Xbox consoles will be first-class citizens, and there is not expected to be an awkward, this game only runs on the non-cloud Scarlet. Also, all games moving forward that you have purchased on a, on back OG, or I'm sorry, back compat are uh, expected to be forward compatible with all new Xbox family devices. So, they throw in that catch of like, you know, the, the box is going to have some tech in it. Again, I, I, this is going to absolutely be proof is in the pudding thing. Like, you're going to have to show me in so many different scenarios that this is this thing is foolproof to a, you know, to a crazy extent. But Well, they'll get Digital Foundry to... To bust oh gosh! All the myths, <laughs> won't they? Oh well, can you imagine all the all the? We think it's bad now with review videos. Imagine how many YouTubers out there. Like I, I can't wait for the. We're in the parking lot of McDonald's here, and we've logged into the public <laughs> Wi-Fi. We're gonna test out Scarlet Cloud real quick. Like, <laughs> like can you imagine? Like, there's gonna be videos for everything for this thing. Like of all scenarios, like. I don't know. I'm 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 traveling down the road in 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 my van, and and I've got my uh, like Wi-Fi hotspot on my. 4G phone, you know, like we're gonna try out Scarlet. Yeah, maybe we is can. Is that the same van that Ryan Uh-oh. uses in Rocket League? Hopefully not. The exact same van. <laughs> or maybe it is. All right. So maybe you might want to take a shower after you leave that van. <laughs> God. What? I've been... No, I, I, you're not wrong. There's no windows. Cross, cross country trips, you know, you gotta shower when you can. Yeah. Can I... <laughs> I don't even know where oh, to go man. from here. <laughs> well, I do if we're done with this story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think the the crux of this story is just do you guys I, I think I think we're all in the same agreement that we'll believe it when we see it. We find it unlikely to think that they've solved it, but this is intriguing to say the least. Does that probably sum it Nailed up? Nailed it on the head. Like Yeah. Yeah. I mean, great if they do. We're probably all gonna buy the physical big box. Yep. But whatever's yeah. more expensive. Yep. I'm in for I'm in for that one. <laughs> Risky's like, is there a combo where I can buy both? Is this an option or no? Okay, no. <laughs> should I... be. What kind of deal do I get on both? Oh, the full price. Okay, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. So that's uh, that's it for this week, though. That's uh, that's all we got. Took more of a deep dive in that one, but yeah, that was that was it's it. all good. All right. Well, since chocolate is back, we. Missed Chocolate's call-out challenge earlier. You did. But we'll bring it back right now. So Let me get into character. All right. Next up, we have Chocolate's call-out challenge. (laughs) So last week, you called out Castle Willkill of 16-ounce gaming. And the game he chose was IDARB. Since then, the match has happened. And now here's Chocolate Bear to chronicle exactly what went down. Chocolate Bear. Well, there was a cheating going on. Lots of cheating. Oh, shit. I can't even say that I won the game. I couldn't even edit the video, so it looked as if I won the game. So, I lost. Castle had the M plus character though, so I think he had a little speed boost every time he moved. Uh, so he was always getting to the ball paid before for I was. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, here I thought Castle was a stand up guy. Pay to win. Just, learned, That's all it is. I think he, every day, right? He was a definite pay to win guy. But that game's up on YouTube, and to be honest, 
we don't want to talk about me losing. <laughs> so we're going to wipe the slate with that. Got, I'm still 1-0 up. I got to watch some of it. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So we'll forget about that. We'll move on. Risky, basically imagine if you had a wide open dunk and also that, you know, you're capable of dunking, but like a wide open dunk and nobody's guarding you and you go up, you've got it and you just hit the front of the rim and fall on your back. Imagine that. And then you've, well, you see part of the match. <laughs> I love it. And you do that three or four times. This sounds great. It's pretty, it's pretty great. <laughs> if I wanted to find this, it would be over at the 16 ounce gaming family YouTube page. Correct. It will be. Well, all right. It will be, and it will also be in our show notes. Yes, when I put it in there. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, but so anyway, this this week's victim. This week's victim, I'm calling out, brother, the one, the only, old man of sixteen ounce gaming, and that's Surf. Surf the biscuit is getting called out. I mean, who puts surf on a biscuit, eats it, and then spends the rest of God knows how long in the hospital? (laughs) I'm calling him out because I can. You're going down, Daddy. we got to work on your brother, by the way. (laughs) I know. It's really late over here, so I have to be kind of half quiet. All right, all right, all right. But otherwise, I I should have gone, now listen here, brother. And then kind of flowed into a... Slightly better. Yeah! The macho man is ready! I don't know why you don't do this more. Well, if we did a little bit earlier, (laughs) maybe I'll just knock out some sound clips. I can throw them in there for you. (laughs) All right, so... But I've got two words uh, for you. If you don't like it, you can... Okay, I was waiting for you two to go (laughs) suck it. Oh, is that a wrestling thing? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Where are you from again? Hey, uh, New York. Quick, quick, yeah. quick, quick PSA. Uh, you can't play surf on t- uh, Wednesday, Thursday nights. That's uh, that's his local uh, senior citizens uh, <laughs> uh, bingo tournament. Uh, so any night but those nights, he's good. To You're go. acting like chocolates, not at the same bingo hall with him. Look, oh, you. I- <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you want to talk about the real free to play experience? Let's talk bingo sometime. We'll talk about cruising down those senior citizen halls. That's the free night. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, we're not going to do any pardon? of that. No. We're going to move on and we're going to end this podcast. <laughs> I apologize for the mess this has been. <laughs> it's a beautiful mess. It is every week. That's right. Sexy and whole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I should have chose my words. Nope, you're good. I think you did it. You did it. We're good. We're, uh, yep. I'm going to close out the show now. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. So who's messing around in the Google Doc? Who's doing this? Oh, I think you know. <laughs> I'm just putting the, uh, that's the link. Okay, great. So if you would like to support the show, you can reach out to us at patreon.com slash slash CAG podcast. <laughs> it's been a rough one. Always is. Tell me about it, brother. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. Um, we also have merch. The link for that is in the show notes. If you want your Cross Atlantic Gaming hats, I even saw we have crop tops. So what? Uh, if you want to bring that back, um, especially if you're a dude, I think that'd be sending sending your pictures to Chocolate Bear 
80 at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, if you want to <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can reach out at CAG Podcast. Um, email us at CAGpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to catch up on old episodes, we're at crossatlanticgaming.cast.rocks. Um, we're also a part of the 16-ounce gaming family. You can join us on Discord, where we're all chatting every day. Funny story about Discord, quick. I was, I have it up on my work computer all the time, and uh, the IT guy remotely hopped into my computer today to to do some updating or something, um, unbeknownst to me. And I was just in the middle of typing something, and then my cursor moved and started to click on a bunch of stuff. Um, and then he went down to the bottom of my desktop and he quit out of Discord. So, mother, oh, yes. we might be having uh, some type of discussion or some type of write up coming up here <laughs> shortly. For me, the only saving grace was that I was not in the "Where Dreams Go to Get to Die" channel. Oh, um, oh. I think somebody would that have was come an HR out. meeting waiting to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, there wasn't even going to be a meeting. It was going to be. Uh, yeah, was, we're going to have to uh, let you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that just goes to show how active some of us are in Discord. We just keep it up on our computers while we're working all day. Uh, I normally true. have a fight with the IT guy when they try moving the cursor. I try and take it back. Well, off sometimes them. you get a good IT guy who brings up like yeah. the Post-it notes, and he's like, "Hey, is yeah. now a good time for me to do some updates?" And you're like, "Yeah, man, sure." Or let me finish this quick. This guy was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this is not work appropriate. Click out of this." <laughs> Happened to the good old days of good, of IT guy etiquette, you know. And then it's like I'd get a break in the action, so I click out of the like fourteen pages of like gaming news that are up in my tabs that I don't <laughs> want anyone to see. And then I jump on my switch and play Fortnite. <laughs> I'm a hard worker. Leave Boy. me alone. Um, yeah. So, like I was saying, the Discord links for that are in the show notes. Um, also, Facebook and YouTube. You can just search Sixteen Ounce Gaming Family. Um, if you want to interact with us anywhere you're there. Um, as far as the Twitter and Instagram go, make sure you're liking, subscribing, following, all that good stuff. iTunes reviews are huge for us, um, and I think that's enough plugging. So, if you want to reach out to me, I'm Risky the Kid everywhere. How about you, Chocolate? I'm Chocolate about 80 everywhere. And Doc. Doc H1X1 everywhere. Well, you know, that'll do it. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. <laughs> Peace. Bye bye. We ran out of steam a little bit there. <laughs> next week's new episode. You're all going to love it. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, we ran out of gas. Next. We'll, oh my God, we're still we'll recording. The oh, shit. <laughs> oh, turn it off. the button. Oh, 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 oh,